All right. So here we are. Another trigger-proof transmission, but it's a special one because it's not about me. You know, it's for for a change, it's not about me. And you know me, I like making everything about me. <laughs> but but in this um this episode started with me just having this thought. Sometimes I think of clients that I've been working with and they just pop into my head. And then on occasion, I'll reach out and I'll be like, Hey, Ryan, how's it going? What's been up? It's been a while since I've talked to you and I get an update and I see what you're up to. And I'm just like, wow. Cause what I love to do is always go back to the first time I meet somebody <laughs> and where they were in their lives the state that they were in. And, um, you know, I'm in the world of, you know, healing, you know, as a chiropractor, I've been really interested in, in what causes healing. And as I went through my career, I started noticing this focus going more upstream rather than the physical body into more of our attachment woundings, being at the root cause of stress, anxiety, relationship breakdown, grief, shame. It can all be traced back to something that happened within an attachment, within a, with a breakup, with a grief of a loss of somebody, with a resentment we're holding on to, with a guilt we're holding on to. And these get stored in our body, causing us to escape up into our heads and have relationships that are very superficial and transactional. At least that's how it was for me. And in my journey, in my wake-up call, it was after my last relationship that had me looking and understanding attachment styles, realizing that I was an avoidant and saying, all right, what is it going to take? What distance do I have to travel? I want to know what it, what it would be like. I'm 43 years old. And I've never felt what it was like in a secure relationship it was always about fireworks and love bombing and all that kind of thing. And I was able to get to the other side. And that's why when men especially reach out to me, telling me that they can relate to what I'm going through or what I've gone my journey, it brings me, it makes my heart sing to be able to guide men from their insecure, often avoidance or attach or anxious attachment to doing the necessary difficult work of getting into secure. And so it was a couple years ago and Ryan, you're going to have to remind me exactly when, but when Ryan showed up one day and the um, advice of his friend to come to a breathwork, one of our breathwork events and had an epiphany. And then he reached out to me. Um, Ryan, welcome. It's good to have you here. It's great to see you again. First of all, was it two years ago? Um, it was 2020. It was it was kind of around April or so. Okay, so two and, and a half years ago, since we yeah about that since yeah. we've chatted since since we mm. began working together, and yeah. so welcome. So where where do you live right now? And um, why don't you share what was going on in your life around the time that that we met? So right now I live in Tasmania. I live in Hobart. Mm -hmm. It's a little island off the bottom of Australia. Yep. Um, when I started to work with you, basically I felt that there was something that was really wrong and I had no idea what it was. Life just felt like there was just nothingness. 
there was no good, there was no bad. It was just like, just nothing numbness in a way. I wasn't really getting excited about things anymore. I, yeah, I was just in a real kind of plateau. And then my friend mm. Alex said, hey, why don't you come do three hours of breath work with Dr. Nima? And I'm like, oh, come on, man, three hours of breathing. What are we doing here? Um, <laughs> but uh, in that in that three-hour thing, you, you did a little inner child meditation. And I just, I just bored my eyes out for, for ages. And I was just, I was just there sitting in the room, like, like what, what just happened? I, I, I have no idea what just happened. What does this all mean? And that's when we started talking together and eventually started working together. Mm. Uh, yeah. And, and how would you describe your state? You know, how, how old were you at the time? Well, you're, how old are you now? Uh, right now I'm 27 at the okay. time I was almost 25. Okay. That's right. The quarter quarter century mark going, all right, what's the point here? What are we supposed to be doing? My life, my career just feels flat. How would you describe your state in three or four words? Numb. Yeah. Dissociated. Mental. Phrase mm. all I need. <laughs> <laughs> and so what made you decide to to kind of start working with me? Why me over someone else? What was it about me specifically that you were because you've done a lot of John D. Martini's work. Mm, you, mm. you know what I mean? Tell, just talk about that a little bit. Yeah, that was huge. That was huge because for quite a few years, I was very much down the John D. Martini rabbit hole mm -hmm. around the whole thing about neutralization and focusing on your perceptions. Like everything's, everything's neutral. You know, everything's perfectly balanced. All we need to do is write a list of benefits and and it's everything's an equation like everything's a maths equation that's how i'd been operating for quite a few years i mm. denied my own feelings i denied um like how i felt about life in the world and i just said oh you know everything's everything's neutral i pretty much gaslit myself for for a bunch of years um but yeah that's the big thing about working with you because you had been down that rabbit hole and you found the light that kind of pieced everything together in a way and made sense and was more human, was more real. And I, I, yeah, I, I could see that you could help me with that. And, mm. and yeah, just went from there pretty much. And what happened during the time that we, um, that we worked together when any big epiphanies, breakthroughs or anything that you realized that you felt kind of changed things for you? Yeah, well, I cried a lot. <laughs> yeah, you were you were just you were like cut off from your emotions, weren't you? Like crying yeah. and stuff wasn't something that you was it something that you avoided or you stuffed away? Like, what was your relationship to your tears before doing the inner work? I just denied the existence of any feelings of that kind all altogether because I, like I said, gaslit myself into believing that everything's neutral, everything's baseline nothing is you shouldn't get you shouldn't feel certain ways you shouldn't feel sad you shouldn't feel angry you shouldn't feel upset you shouldn't feel any of that grief. stuff you shouldn't feel elated you should, you grief. should be able to clear it all 
yeah, you should be able to do it within three hours or you should be able to do it within, you know, a one hour session and it's, it's gone forever. Mm. Um, so it was, it was non-existent. I had no relationship with my emotions at all. Mm. It, it just didn't exist at all. Yeah. And, and so um, what, what kind of realizations or epiphanies were you able to have? Was it just that you literally in your, the wiring in your brain was like brain to body and feelings. Like what happened? Uh, what was your, what was kind of like, what, what did you notice with this type of work that, that really landed for you, Ryan? What is up? If you are finally ready to learn how to take all of these concepts that I share in my content, in my podcasts, in my YouTube videos, my Facebook lives, and learn how to integrate them and implement them through a series of neural exercises that teach you how to rewire your relationship with trauma, sex, and money, the things that are most argued about in relationship dynamics, you will absolutely love my upcoming three-day intensive. Click that link below. It's coming up very soon. It is ideal for people who are nerds for neuroscience and want to rewire this conditioning of undeserving, of prosperity, abundance, and healthy sexuality. If we don't get to the conditioning, these unresolved faulty mechanisms play out in relational dynamics, creating insecure attachments. And unconsciously, we are pushing prosperity and healthy sexuality away because of this mechanism of undeserving. If you want to learn how to shift it from an embodied perspective, follow the link below and we'll see you at our next Rewire event coming really soon. I think, especially working with you and, and having a bit of that permission, like it almost felt at that time I needed permission to be able to go there and to have you hold that space there and just be really solid, mm. just fully let me feel everything that had happened mm -hmm. in my life. Uh, I think that was, a, that was probably the biggest thing is just being with someone that I felt safe around to open up and to let that all through because I think that I've been, I've expressed a lot of things to a lot of people at times, but I felt that they couldn't quite meet me where I was at, or I couldn't fully open myself up and be and held just, and understood, like be understood in it. Exactly. And that's, that's something that you do really well. You, yeah. you always are able to show the, the bigger picture and fully cool. be there with, yeah. And in the beginning, can you share a little bit like about your relationship situation? Like, do you want to, I mean, you from, you're very open about um, your journey and you hadn't, you weren't dating, were you? Like you hadn't ever gone on, like if, how long it had been since you were avoiding being with any partners or date or dating or just interacting in that way with the opposite sex? Yeah, so after my first relationship, which ended in 2016, I didn't date for 
three and a half, four years until I, until I met you. And I don't think I realized at the time how upsetting that heartbreak was because I think that deep down, I really wanted to start a family and, and get things going. Yeah. Um, so there was a, there was a gap of three and a half, four years where I did not date. I did not have sex. I pretty much didn't speak to another, another woman. It's absurd now that I think about it, but that's what was and real you, for me at the you, time. Do you remember why do you like, do you remember why you were avoiding? The biggest I thing remember. that I, yeah. Um, there was the one biggest thing, which was, I didn't want to hurt anyone else. Like I'd hurt my last girlfriend and I, I felt really guilty about it, you know, yeah. what I had done. And I just thought, you know, well, it's better to just not do it at all. Yeah. Cause then I'll never, I'll never hurt anyone ever again. If I just don't do it, if I yeah. never open myself up to another woman ever again. Yeah. That's unresolved guilt and shame. Mm. Mm. And Energetically we push love away because we're, you know, beating ourselves up. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It just felt like it would never go away and this is just my life pretty much just, just doing women a favor by avoiding them all together and you know there was that part of you that wanted to do that but then there's this other part that was like you know i really want to have a connection i want to have a family i want to be the mm -hmm. kind of guy that is safe in a relationship again or mm -hmm. ever it's a skill that you never learned and so so what happened after that what's you know what's going on in your life right now and what what do you feel was the biggest win in you taking on the embodiment work that goes deeper than the cognition well i want to start with what we did at the time and then what's happening now so sure 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 i mean at the time we explored my last relationship and my feelings and you know like i felt everything that i needed to feel and it was within one week that I went on my first date. In... <laughs> That's right. You were fast. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's so true. Yeah, within a week. I can't I was believe like, it. Jeez, <laughs> what the fuck? This kid, this kid is just working fast. What's up? <laughs> because for the for the whole three years I'm, I'm thinking i'm like oh man what have i got to say i'm thinking all this stuff but it's it's the feeling work that opens opens you up and then it just flows naturally you don't have to think about it yeah um and i was i was really like i was really open in the on the date and like really in touch with my heart and i just communicated fully with her i'm like hey like i'm just letting you let you know this is my first day in three and a half years and it went, went really well um yeah, I remember. <laughs> <laughs> I remember it went well for you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Go on. Uh, fast forward to today, I'm with a very amazing woman, and we're starting a family together. Amazing. So um, we 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 have a child on the way. It's due in in August, and wow. I saw that. I was like, <laughs> I saw it in. Uh, I saw it on Facebook. And I saw you were like holding on to her, her tummy. And I was just, I was like, oh, cause I would just, you know, I had a I shed a little tear there. Cause it was everything that, you know, you felt that wasn't available to you at some point. And to see you go through your kind of hero's journey, you know, coming full circle. And now with who you've become, where you'll be able to parent this child with such, you know, 
awareness and consciousness and teach him or her? Is it a boy or a girl? Do you know? I don't know yet. Okay. Don't know if it's one or one or two or three either. So we'll oh, see. really? <laughs> wow. Okay. Well, whatever they are, you're going to be able to teach them um, how to feel, how to be mm. their emotions. And you're going to raise this child in an environment where you and your wife, you and your partner have like a, a really strong and stable relationship. Can you share the difference? Because we talked about this, the difference between like, that's a huge win that you're, you're about to have a baby in the recording of this, this um, transmission. But um, what did you notice differently? What did you notice different about the quality of relationships before the work and then after the work? as far as secure relationships go and, and the difference that you noticed. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's exactly what you said to me when we're doing the program together. It's, it's look for the warm cup of oatmeal, not the fireworks. And like I said, I've, I've thought about that so many times. I cannot even tell you on so many different levels. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna send you. I'm gonna send you a bowl of oatmeal for your birthday. <laughs> I'll be like, yes. give me your address. I'm gonna mail you a bowl of oatmeal for your birthday as like a. But it's a really great analogy, isn't it? Yeah, I I literally have oatmeal every morning for breakfast, and I don't know if subconsciously I'm like, I'm looking at the oatmeal and thinking, I'm like, hmm. <laughs> but when you met it's Sarah, is her name right? Yes. When you met her, you could see that th that was something different. What did you notice as far as the emotional maturity of this relationship before compared to before you did the work? Yeah. So before the, I did the work, it was basically fireworks. Everything was just blowing up, amazing, perfect. And then there's a massive crash and then it's over, it's done. Love bombing, devalue, discard. Love bombing, devalue, disc. That's the cycle of the yeah, bomb. yeah, exactly that. That's exactly what it was. Um, the thing that happened with Sarah is when I moved to Tasmania, I found her on flatmates.com and I moved into her house. Neither of us had any in intention of having anything go further. Um, but the difference with this one was we lived together. There was no, there was no facade at all. There was zero facade. It was, I wasn't, she wasn't putting on makeup to go downstairs and make breakfast. I wasn't getting dressed up to go downstairs and have breakfast. You weren't, you weren't trying to impress one another. It, there was no mask. It was real from the beginning. And yeah, exactly. There was no mask. Plus we, we spoke to each other about so much, about our lives, exactly how things had happened, you know, what we love, what we're insecure about, just as friends, just as really good friends. And yeah, just I mean, after developed, yeah, just developed over time, like secure relationships. One of the hallmarks of secure relationships is they get stronger over time. Whereas exactly. the other types of trauma bonds, it's just really intense in the beginning and then it kind of withers away and like that's exactly i remember telling you i'm like this is what it's going to be like when it hits you you know what i mean it's not like what everybody looks at for in in the movies i mean there's a great connection 
uh, but it actually gets stronger over time. And I was, I couldn't be more proud of, you know, what, what's, what's happening for you. And so how do you feel now in three or four words, considering, you know, where you were frozen, you were numb, you were, how do you feel now? I'd say grounded, present, accepting, grateful. Beautiful. Mm. Amazing, amazing. And so what would you say to somebody who's watching and he can identify with everything that you're saying and is kind of considering taking on the path of breaking that cycle and they're mm. on the fence about it? What would you tell them? I would say without a doubt, working with you was, was the catalyst that made everything else line up. And I would say a really, really big piece of advice that I have is at the start, it feels like you're going so slow that nothing's going to change. That's how I felt anyway. Mm. But when you, when I stuck with it consistently, yeah. like everything just changed very quickly over the space of two and a half years mm -hmm. so i'd really just say find someone or if you don't know what you're doing find someone to help you mm -hmm. like nima and and just i just say just just stick with it just yeah even if it feels like you're going nowhere fast just just keep <laughs> going you know? that that's what healing actually works nervous system regulation that was what i noticed when i took it on ryan was like, God, I, I'm so used to like, I need the, the mindgasm. I need the insight and the, the tears and the revelation. And whereas nervous system regulation actually goes slow and progressive, mm -hmm. like building muscle, you know, you, mm -hmm. you when you start a gym program, you start noticing, you know, you don't notice it maybe in the first two to three to four weeks, but after, you know, uh, uh, there's a little point, there's a, shift that happens where you're like, whoa, I feel stronger. I feel more at ease. My reactivity is different. I'm not running away. I'm able to stay and co-regulate. I'm usually a fight flight type of person or a freezer and a fawner. Well, I'm actually standing up for myself when I used to fawn. I'm usually, I'm sticking around and having the conversation when I used to run. And so it happens slowly, progressively. And that's how that's how you know that the rewiring is happening. You know what exactly. I mean? It's, exactly. It's a, it's a rewiring process. So it's not a flash in the pan. It's actually systematic. It's foundational. It's, it's a commitment to shifting and to, to neuroplasticity. That's what being a secure partner is. It's not like, give me the, give me the answer right now in five easy steps. doesn't work that way. So yeah, hmm. does that make sense? Yeah, it's a, it's a hard pill to swallow when for a long period of time you kind of believe the hype that you know you can just get everything like that. But it's 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 progressive. A hundred percent worth it. Yeah, brother. Thank you so much for coming on and um, sharing you know your story. And I'm super duper proud of you. And uh, you know, please give Sarah my love and your babe baby and make sure you keep that secure attachment the greatest thing that you can do for this baby is to really make mom feel like you got her back 100% and i know that that's where you know that's how you're showing up and i want to just give you mad props for all the work you've done
Yeah, thank you. And it's good to see you again after all these years and see the ripple effects. So yeah, thank yeah. you. Yeah, appreciate Thanks, it. Thanks, brother. Yeah. Awesome. See you later. Catch you later.